Hello, ladies and germs. Hello to our reptilian overlords. If you are listening, 69 is the password. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mr. Chris, do the Illuminati, yeah, do they still own McDonald's or not? As far as I'm aware. Okay. I what can't about, see that any soon. What about Starbucks? Oh, definitely Starbucks. What about Donald Trump? Um, I wonder if he's been kicked out. Well, I don't think he was ever in it. I wondered, I was asking, did they still own? No, I was in kicked off the list of own assets. Oh, oh I see. Maybe. So... There's a question that does not come up nearly enough for my liking. That's when the crazy occultists like to ask about the Illuminati, right? Mr. Liam, Mr. Chris, what do you think about the Illuminati? You know, do the Illuminati exist? Is it that whole thing where the Queen is an alien? Well, I hate to break it to you. The Queen's dead. (laughs) So... Mr. Chris, where do you stand on this whole fast food thing, the fast food empire and such? All of these big, you know, because Monsanto is in fact a chemical company, isn't it? They apparently get involved a lot with food, but it's really, it's a chemical company. Where do you stand on all the conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories? You know, was it, is it true? that Diana was onto something, therefore she had to die because she worked out just what the Colonel's secret recipe is in KFC chicken nuggets. I mean, what? What is up with it all? There's only one secret there, and it's not a bigger secret. It's just that there's no... (laughs) The secret recipe is there is no chicken. (laughs) Isn't that why they call it KFC? It's a Kentucky fried, isn't it? I did once tell someone that when if you go to KFC, or it was either KFC or Miss Millie's, I can't remember which one it was, but I said, basically, you'll notice that it's a such and such, like a muck burger or it's a such and such wrap, and that there is no chicken written in it because they're not legally allowed to call it chicken because, I mean, the thing that they use is basically just this slop. It doesn't even have feathers or eyes or anything. It's just like this meat juice thing, like a brain that just gets grown in a lab. They only fucking believed me, didn't they? <laughs> but the thing is, it's kind of believable when you think about it. Well, they have they have developed chickens that don't have feathers to make the whole meat industry easier. Mm. But it's hard that to really- have it's hard to have those to be free range though, because you'd have to knit all those little jumpers. Do you think that cities are like battery farms? Because battery farm chickens are all like on top of each other and they've got really bad legs and that. That's why in the shops you tend to see it with the chicken legs cut off because they're all blistered and gross and that. I find that these days, thanks to the rising obesity and type 2 diabetes, a lot of people also have their legs chopped off. Do you think we're being battery farmed, Chris? (laughs) Because you didn't answer my first question about the Illuminati, so hopefully you'll answer this one. 
Did I not? What was the question? Did I miss I the question? I don't know, but can you stop doing that weird triangle thing with your eye? It's annoying me. Yeah, he keeps putting his hands up and making a triangle and then placing it over his eye. I don't know <laughs> what that's all about. <laughs> You're such a liar. Um, there is no evidence. You cannot prove it. Well, this is audio, unfortunately. But the good thing about any show like this, like those old-fashioned call-in shows, is our audience will already be pa not paralysed. No, we haven't done that charm yet. Uh, polarised. They'll either be believing and being set up ready to believe that you're a part of the Illuminati, or they'll be thinking it's all just a joke. Either way, we win, and it's good for ratings. Okay. But no, battery-farmed humans, Chris, please battery farmed humans you only have to go and have a look at any modern crematorium these days and see that from from a deity level yes we are just farmed battery chickens do you think that the western average western person is in fact a slave and that they are merely replaced slavery with a fake form of freedom, which means that they don't realise that they're slaves and therefore don't really retaliate. Okay, David Icke. Um, essentially, in some ways, yes. Okay. Can you elaborate a little bit? How far well, would you go with that? It's called the Catholic Church. Oh, you're very anti-Catholic, are you? So, well, not yes and no. Um, there's a few libraries I'd like to get into, mm. um, but, you know, no one likes, you know, fucking that many small people in order to get somewhere in life. So you don't think that our reptilian overlords have learned something from the whole Spartacus thing and that they thought, well, wait a minute. We were very obviously meaning that they're all going to be slaves and keeping them as slaves. I know what we need to do. We need to free them all, but get them hooked on mod cons and an ever increasing pile of debt. But they will be free, right? Mm -hmm. But they yeah. won't be free because they'll be part of the rat race. We'll call it a rat race. We'll, event we'll invent the rat. Then we'll invent bubonic plague to kill off a couple of them. And then we'll start over, Chris. You know, like when we flooded the place that one time <laughs> to start over, we'll have to do that again. Obviously, China can stay as it is, as like last time, because they're all very good with the slavery over there. <laughs> we never have a problem with them. But that Western lot, I tell you. Uh, they, um, they never thought about why they needed a wall, did they? It was to keep no. flooded. I thought it was to keep the dinosaurs out or to keep the dinosaurs in. I don't know. Or maybe it was just like a really much better version of Western Supermare where the waves just crash up against mm. it. Perhaps. I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps. But yeah, ultimately, the the Romans, the Romans used to keep what they called um, the mob. Mm. So, you know, the general other other class that wasn't wasn't in charge you keep the you keep the, the class the mob happy with circuses and games 
Yes. Well, we have modern television for that, don't we? We've got like Strictly Come Dancing and The X Factor. Yeah. And they've made it even better, haven't they? Because now you can be part of the experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. With X Factor, you can be part of the experience. Yeah. There's an opportunity that you might be able to become a number one record. Well, I mean, back in the day, surely it wasn't it just Julius Caesar that voted the yes or no. Nowadays, the public can vote for the contestant they want thrown off of the island or the show or the planet. I don't really know. I can't wait for when Elon Musk really does work out this Mars thing and we'll have like reality TV shows on Mars where they get sent off to Mars and stuff and they end up getting flown off the planet in a jetpack to, to die in the vacuum of space. The vacuum, that big vacuum that is space. That would be fascinating. We call it the Elon Show. The Elon Show. The Elon Show, yeah. Stop giving secrets of the future away. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. So back to the current regime. So (laughs) we both um, might have different definitions of what the Illuminati are. So different from each other, but we would probably have different opinions on what that would be compared to general conspiracy theory. And our good friend, who's not really a friend and not an associate of any way, shape or form, David Icke, who lives on that island, you know, the floating island full of old people. What's it called? Seattle? No, no. It's just off the coast. Isle of Wight, that's it. The Isle of Wight. <laughs> that's where he lives. It's basically a floating fucking nerd's name, except it's not floating because it's an island. But you get what I mean. It, it, is, it is a nursing home. Yeah. So, what's your definition of the Illuminati? Mm. Yeah. Do you want me to give the two serpents definition? I want you to give the actual definition that you yourself would go by. And then we can see whether they can figure that out and understand it. Oh, okay. You want me to bamboozle? Okay. Well, we need to be honest, but we cannot give too much away, Chris. I know. Or they'll have our tails. Or possibly worse, our heads. (laughs) (laughs) Although they'll probably go for the tails because, you know, they grow back, obviously, don't they? Oh, yeah, wait. Is it the head that grows back or is it the tail? Because since tail. I chopped my tail off, that one I'm growing back, so it might be the head I want to keep. No. Or not. I can't you remember. The head, Liam. I haven't been decapitated for a while. Oh. I've never been decapitated. Have you not? No. Oh, you should go. It's quite a regal way to go. No. Oh, I wasn't around for that. We used to have oh. fire. Before. You miss out on all the good stuff, don't you? No. I don't like these modern newfangled guillotines. No, well, they're French. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chris's okay. definition of the Illuminati. Okay. Well, you know, I don't like the David Icke version. I don't like the idea that the so-called money-holding classes are the ones ruling things. Well, no, they're not. But then doesn't he say that they are but merely slaves and vessels for other things like reptile aliens and stuff? I don't think he thinks that the... I won't say the name. 
I'll say a different family name, one that I might not be tied to. Uh, let's say the Rockefellers instead. Say the Rockefellers. I've got no affiliation with the Rockefellers. <laughs> they are not... Um, no, they're not at the top, are they? They're merely at the bottom. They're more like supervisor level now. Yes. Yeah. Right. That would be David Icke's perspective. But what's your perspective on what the Illuminati is? You said something about a, a serpent or a dragon. That sounds very Illuminati-esque. Well, we talk about, and I, I will only talk about so much about this before the watershed, just saying. Oh, um, of course, the watershed. Got to make them pay for it to make and pay for that information yeah we're part of the capitalist regime aren't we yes or more so the bits that aren't included in the algorithm that's the main reason i keep most things to after the watershed. <laughs> i never thought about the algorithm i forget about that bitch so yeah so why i'm avoiding the algorithm liam um okay. that's report me to um you know those in charge Jeff, I think he's in charge of that department. Is Jeff in charge of that? No, he's in charge of shopping, isn't he? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I never read like the internal Rolodex, you know. Oh, that prick Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg's in charge of, uh, yeah, what's he in charge of again? Communication. Communications, head of communications. Okay, right. The name. No. Um, Jeff, Jeff would be in charge of logistics. Was well, not... Jeff's in charge of logistics and shopping. I just he's listed in my phone as shop shopping, Jeff shopping shopping assistant. He's always able to get you really really good like Amazon voucher discounts, like where they're just free, free shipping and free products. <laughs> Everything from China. Some of this from China. Oh. Yeah, so for me, we would talk about we would talk about the two serpents. You can call them dragons if you wish to. But um, you know how I hate this at the same time as I'm saying it, because I do hate a duality, um, which is why you're making me torture myself in this way, aren't you? Yeah. So I can say it in a way that un they will understand or at least attempt. Okay. There are two slippery serpents, and these two slippery serpents are continually wrapped around each other, almost like a caduceus, funnily enough. Oh. And they are wrapped around each other in a in a never-ending battle. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where someone would say something like, here is the light side and here is the dark side. Oh, is and this good and evil? Something about your father. Oh. Um, and some possibly throwing some lightsabers there. So, do you see where he's where Mr. Ike is probably getting most of his information from? Star Wars, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's there's that kind of concept of a duality, and part of that duality is is the Illuminati. So, is this concept of a ruling class now? Oh. The they sound like the goodies. Are they the goodies? <laughs> Why? Because they got alum, alum light in in the name. Well, yeah, it just sounds like they're alumni. So they must be the ones that graduated. Did oh. they graduate? And they're in charge, the ruling class. Yeah. So 
that's the that's the kind of ruling class concept for me um of of the illuminati being there in order to create what we what ike would call new world order which i know we joked about last time but we have a very different plan um so yes what is interesting and less ikey about it is one i don't refer to aliens in any way shape or form um we have enough weird shit here without needing aliens too um but the other part i would stress and hasten to add is they're not necessarily people that are from from the main screen are uh, in quote and i'm putting air quotes there um in charge so the people actually in charge and by that i mean um other kinds of avatars and that's the only word i can kind of come up with there you go there's some gibberish they're doing quite a good job of adequately confusing people well done for that very yeah. good i like that you've got dragons then as yeah. well I like you've got light and dark him. Yeah. Are there any other algorithm buzzwords that we can go for in our explanation before we actually do the proper deep dive explanation for the people that pay? Um, <laughs> there was that one time that you remember the Fasty Witches show got interrupted. <laughs> well, it didn't get interrupted, but there was someone that was watching us live. Can you remember that? Yeah. That was fucking excellent. They had a proper Illuminati documents. Yes. Apparently. The is what they were saying. They got genuine Illuminati documents. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Bear in mind, we never write anything down. I don't think they would either. Do you? Well, he said that they were on a website that you can view, which I'm presuming they therefore meant that they are not astral contracts in any way, shape or form. So I'm not entirely sure what Illuminati documents they would be, because yeah. they're certainly not these Faustian deals I get commission on. <laughs> so now, how would you like to repair my my answer? I think we should first discuss, so that we don't give anything away, we should first discuss what I think our interpretation of what the conspiracy theorist the people think an Illuminati is. And then we can talk about our views on the subject Okay. in the extended edition. Well, and then that, that way it's all above board. Yeah. So what do you think the general idea of this thing called the Illuminati is these days in the 21st century okay in 21st century most people would say it is a shadow organization who secretly rules the world and okay. then add or subtract aliens slash lizard people slash people from other planets so there is a system of some form of enslavement of some description where humans are slaves and worker bees and then there are human uh supervisors let's say that seem to have all of the money wealth and power and such and they rule the world and then on top of them there's basically the things that are in charge which david ike and such would refer to as reptilian uh, multi-dimensional alien things right 
And then there's all sorts like a sci-fi show that has been running for far too long obviously the the storyline gets a little boring therefore they need to involve other things such as other aliens like on star trek it would be boring if they just dealt with the borg every episode or yeah. the klingons every episode so instead obviously the conspiracy theorist needs to bring in the gray aliens the little gray people and then obviously there's different types of gray people there's the tall gray people and the little gray people and the somewhat bluey pigmented kind of people and then there's the nordic people they're the hot ones by the way they run the bellamy <laughs> bellamy studios <laughs> um and then there's the various other things that get crammed in so it basically is like a, a sci-fi show that's been running for too many years i think no is it just me who thinks interestingly they're all devised by how they look like the racists that write them <laughs> well no because a lot of the conspiracy theorists they are racist but then you have the david ike ones that all talk about we are one people we are humans we are just what is it he says a uh, consciousness having an experience you know as a human and such i mean he sounds a lot more like a neoplatonist you know our friends are neoplatonists um, you know, a lot of them feel like that, that this is like some sort of meat soup. Um, they do like to talk about the meat soup an awful lot. They like to talk about the meat soup as being a trap and such like that, which is really interesting, their take on that kind of a thing. Um, but no, I mean, it is the idea that the, the, the people that you think are in charge of the world are not in charge of the world. The most scary, and I think out of all of it in fact i think the most hard to believe aspect is that we all know that the people that are officially in charge of the world you know global leaders and that a lot of them are fuckwits <laughs> a lot of them make a lot of mistakes politicians celebrities all these various people whitney um they will make a lot of mistakes now, the hardest part to believe is that behind those people, there is actually a big group, a global Illuminati, secret society group of people that don't seem to make any fucking mistakes. So what is easier to believe? Is it easier to believe that actually most things are just people trying to do their best and really doing <laughs> massive <laughs> fuck-ups on a global, global scale? Or is it actually that there are conniving, smart people led by reptilians behind the scenes that don't seem to be making any mistakes, but that all you need to do is just love a little bit and it will defeat them, Chris? What's more believable? <laughs> well, all will be solved, Liam, if we just hold hands. Well, I mean, there is that kind of old-fashioned from Charmed episode of a consummation between two polar opposites and that that would essentially end the universe for it to be made anew maybe that's what we need to do is we need to hold hands and chant a sacred spell called kumbaya do you think that's what we need to do do you think that would end the world if if we actually did that do you think it would end creation maybe i mean there's a big chance that it could <laughs> i can't picture myself holding hands running around in a circle and singing kumbaya in all honesty <laughs> but there we go 
I mean, it would be apocalyptic times if that were to happen. Surely we'd sing that, what's that other one? She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. <laughs> and obviously the she there is obviously your mate Gaia. Ugh. Her. Oh, she'll be dead. Wait, she left the point. End of the world. End of Gaia, isn't it? Every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> Checkmate. Cool dinosaurs. Right. So, how old, how old is this idea of this Illuminati thing? Right. Because our our mate David Dyke, he likes to talk a lot about. It's all about them fucking Mesopotamians. Because we all know the Mesopotamians are little troublemakers. And they do indeed will end up coming back and causing trouble again. But does that mean that the Anunnaki are in fact reptile aliens that came down in flying saucers and such and did uh, get obsessed with gold, eating gold, and then decided that they wanted to enslave or create because I think they went for you know I think he says that they created humans they took the monkeys they did some next level science gizmo shit made the monkey slightly more intelligent and then here we are and now we're slaves and then they buggered off and now they're coming back which part of that is true they will be coming back but she'll be coming is, she will be coming around the matter when she comes <laughs> oh They'll be riding six white horses when she comes. Because <laughs> she's that big. It needs six horses to carry her. I thought it was the four horses of the apocalypse, but sure. <laughs> Who are the two spare ones? Well, I don't know. How many horses of the apocalypse are there? I'm pretty sure there's four, aren't there? Pestilence, well, war, pestilence, famine and death. Is that them? I forget. Not. Something like that. Um, I've just totally forgot my thought process. Chris, you're supposed to do it with one eye. You don't. Put, you just look like a twat if you just put, if you put a triangle. In your, he's literally just put a triangle, basically made a triangle with his hands and offered it up to his forehead. And no, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do it over the eye. You fucking idiot. <laughs> just now, Chris, you just look like one of your own students. <laughs> no, it's McDonald. McDonald's can no, McDonald's. no, McDonald's is like that. It's supposed to be an M, isn't it? McDonald's. Now, can you do the YMCA song? No. No? No. Okay. I object to such campness. Okay. <laughs> Especially this close to the, the, uh, month of obligation right so we've got three minutes left what can people expect from the extended edition of this show mr chris because the people that aren't paying we need to convince them to pay to play pay to play pay to play um, obviously not... they get magical mentoring and stuff but who gives a shit about that i mean they want to know some deep high level conspiracy theory shit don't they well, of course they do. They're all wearing tin hats right now. I hope they've earthed them, because the problem with wearing tinfoil hats or any sort of metallic hat is that it actually enhances brainwaves, <laughs> and that you need to connect it to that bitch, Terra, or Gaia, because that earths the system. But there we go. 
try to turn that to a conspiracy theorist, but then they think that basically uh, electricians don't know nothing about electricity, immunologists don't know nothing about vaccines, you know. <laughs> that is the nature of the conspiracy theorist, Mr. Chris. Yes, when you, when you devote your entire life to something, you would not be an expert. That's not how it works. Well, there's no such a thing as an expert, Chris. There's no such thing. Experts don't know everything. <laughs> so being serious, what are we actually going to discuss? We'll discuss our personal gnosis. Personal gnosis is like a big thing in the occult world, isn't it? Personal mm -hmm. gnosis. And we'll talk about that counterpart dragon number two. What, you mean the Illumina? Say it. <laughs> I want to get you to say it for the algorithm. Because no one ever said this word. This is a, this is a high-level word. The Illuminari. The Illuminari. So the Illuminati and the Illuminari. No, the Illuminari. The no. Illuminari. Not Illumina. The Illuminati. <laughs> there was this, oh, it was a ridiculously bad um, computer game because we weren't really allowed to play violent computer games. So Dad bought us this Christian computer game, which was by this company called Illumina. And when it loaded up, it would say Illumina. And literally what you had to do was go round. So the Archangel Gabriel would appear before you and send you on a mission. And you had to go around converting Romans with a sword that you would, they would come running at you and try to kill you and stuff. And you had to wave your sword about and direct magical energy towards them. And if you zapped them right, they would go on all fours, not sorry, go on all fours, go on their knees, <laughs> right? Catholic church hadn't been invented then. Go on their knees and pray and it would come up, hallelujah, type thing. It was really, really ridiculously crap. But there we go, that's part of my childhood. So we're now in the official <laughs> Patreon section. So what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the Illuminati or do you want to start with the Illuminari? <laughs> we need to finish with the Illuminati because so you... The Illuminati would be considered the left-hand path by occultists. But unfortunately, the left-hand path within the occult has really got little to do with the Illuminati at all. Yeah. It's the wrong sort of polarisation, but there we go. I think I did an episode about this in the advanced section of the Patreon, the restricted section on tier three, but I can't remember. I'm sure I did. I think you did something. Mm. I can't remember what it was called, though. I think it was called Illuminati or something like that, funny enough. <laughs> something like that. Oh, Anyway. Tell us about the bad guys, and then you can tell us about the good guys. Okay. Well, the bad guys, we talk about the bad guys, so we will be talking about the red dragon. Oh, red. The red dragon. The one um, on the Welsh flag, is that the same dragon? Probably. Probably? Is that just because you dislike the Welsh? I, th <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I distinctly remember it being more serpentine. Ah. Um, they all focus on the Welsh on the these solid legs, you see. Mm. Cyric, are they? They're basically a horse, but with teeth and wings. A scaly horse with teeth and wings. Yeah. 
Delivery fire. Grr. So, so yeah, so the for me, we'd be talking about the Red Dragon. So we'd be talking about um, the kind of Dark Brotherhood, for lack of a better term, um, is the one That's that... The patriarchy. Is that what you're talking about? I'm following along now because I am well woke in it. Yeah. So the, the woke individuals would call that the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Would be the reason that the... Um, if we were to talk about those new ages, why the the matri- matrilineal goddess um, was, you know, kept it chained and well, I thought she was she w- the Wiccans would have you believe that she was, uh, or the um, Dianic Wiccans particularly would have you believe that she was snuffed out, like in an old snuff movie where they fuck her and kill her. Yeah, pretty much. But is that really the case? No, well, they, I would say that, that it's more likely that they've snuffed her out and then a man came back on with a wig on and <laughs> pretended that the woman was still alive. Uh, that's the sort of crazy we're normally talking about, mm. is place it with a robot and try and convince you that it's part and parcel of what was existing before. So wolf in cheap's clothing. I think the woke people are just listening to this, not fully understanding and trying to think or insinuate something because they need to hold you as a member of the patriarchy, Chris, because <laughs> you are a stereotypical member of the patriarchy. Um, they need to tire you with some brush, right? Mm-hmm. I think the brush they might tire you with because you said about wigs or something. I think they'll send your anti-transgender. What is it they call it now? Is it transphobic? Yeah, it sounded very transphobic because you said a man in a wig and you can't say that, Chris, because it's not a man in a wig, it's a woman. No, I'm actually <laughs> thinking about a man in a wig, Liam. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about transgender people. Okay. I'm talking about an actual man in a wig. Trying right. to convince us that she is a lady. If you decide to leave the patriarchy and decide to leave the Illuminati, does that mean you have to be transgender? So do you have to then become a woman? No. Okay, that's good. The reason being, obviously, I don't like all this duality shit. And yeah. I really struggle with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to use these kind of very black and white words. In well, just to... use the term us, Chris. Your pronouns are us. <laughs> you're non-binary, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you set yourself up for that one. <laughs> Are you yeah. non-binary, Chris? If you don't believe in duality, does that therefore mean that you must be non-binary? No. No? What are you? What are your pronouns? My pronouns? Oh, um, he and him. Um, he and him. <laughs> If anyone watched when they grew up in the kind of 90s, I think it was, maybe the noughties, I can't remember, there was this programme called the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> and on that show, there was a him. Yes, I and am him. Him <laughs> reminds me a lot of you. 
<laughs> just without the lobster claws. No lobster claws. No lobster claws. Yeah. I do. I do have very sexy legs. Is that what him said? No, I do have very sexy legs, like him. Oh, okay, right. Got to have the fishnets on all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm wondering whether we should just put a picture of him up and just leave it at that so that the only people, people that really understand it is the people on the Patreon. I'll just put a picture of him up. I'll put episode, whatever fucking episode this is, episode 121. And I'll just put, there you go. And we'll see how many people respond to that. But I'll do it a couple of weeks before the episode airs, shall I? Yeah, let's do that. So, your turn then, Liam. You've got to try and explain. But you didn't explain the good ones. You can't have the light without the dark, otherwise there would be no dark. Although everything would be dark. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> you then also have no. You need to. You need to explain your version. Well, no, because you do a really shit way of explaining, and 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 g them up and scare them all, and you know, make it all complicated. And then I try to streamline things and use real IRL in real life examples and such to try and get the slow kids to to understand. Mm. I'm like the person next to you that does the sign language, right? <laughs> but I have to do it in audio form because this is an audio podcast. Okay. So talk about the good guys and girls and things in between. Would I unicorns would... be in that group? The unicorns probably would be in that group. Although the focus on a solid horn, I would imagine they're more part of the patriarchy, are they not? <laughs> I don't know. I think that... I think all the heraldic animals are all about the patriarchy, are they not? Aren't unicorns just like gay gay, gay rhinos? <laughs> gay rhinos? Gay they horses? Kind of are. Or are they just like gay horses? I don't not... know. They are super fucking gay, though. I mean, I think they puke up rainbows, don't they? N not the ones I've ever met, no. We're going by the memes. That's what I'm led to believe. The online internet memes. I think you've been watching too much bronies. Okay. Right. You tell us about the good guys and girls and things in between. I'm not I'm not so keen on the word good, but the alternative well, they're not fucking good. <laughs> they're just balanced in a different different respect but now they're not good but this is the conspiracy theorists would have you believe that they're good yes in the concept that the luminary is there as a body of enlightenment so mm -hmm. uh, the focus of that group is about gaining knowledge for all um, and bettering humanity and I use the word humanity there because it's it's more communal. Yeah. Um, more about the wank bank, uh, circle jerking and all that kind of shit. Um, all about rather than about the individual, it's about the group as a whole. Multidimensional so, bukkake. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> so, 
you would have to argue that what would normally happen is you could go through a list of famous people and say that obviously, you know, the Beyonce and Jay-Z are definitely on that kind of Illuminati list. And then you have people like Einstein um, on the Luminari list. So those that would make um, movements towards togetherness or Tesla, Tesla would be a good example of a so-called Luminari if we were going to go with mm-hmm. the um, traditional concept of what they talk about. In reality, you're still talking, this is background, background. Mm. So those people may exist, but they're not the people that share it amongst the masses. Mm. Are the individuals that you actually watch should be watching is how, so rather than looking at who is president mm. to, to find out who the, the Illuminati would be, it's more likely to be um, the reporter is mm. more likely to be that member of the Illuminati because they push the story rather than so for me it would be the mis- the the missionaries going out to africa spreading the good lord um are more likely to be members of the illuminati than jay-z or um beyonce because they're not spreading the word they are spouting shit but they probably haven't even written themselves no so I think for me, what I struggle with is a lot of people look at the wrong part. They see the outer shell and they focus on the outer shell when mm. really be work- focusing on the workings, the little cogs on the inside that make all of this go on. Mm. Um, the reason that it gets so conf- you know inflated and conflated when it t- comes to the David Icke group and the tin hat wearers is that they think they are detail orientated. Mm. They think they've got their little, um, you know, like one of those good um, cop movies. They've got all the boards and all the, the red strings and the coloured strings and the little pins, um, and they've got the whole thing mapped out. But actually, what they don't seem to get is what they're looking at is the facade, the illusion outside. Um, they're not looking at the cogs. And then what they tend to do is then focus on the idea that we're all the cogs. And you go, well, if we're the cogs, then the machine should work more efficiently and it should be easier to change. Whereas we're not that. You are those little key moments that hold all the other cogs together. But anyway, your turn. So I'm going to start from the ground up. Whereas you started from the top down, okay? So I'm going to start with a general understanding of the cult, Illuminati, Illuminari, left hand, right hand. So we have the idea, obviously, with the conspiracy theorists that there's some kind of hidden agenda, hidden hand and power and such. And then you have the New Agers with their concept of great changes in ages, like the age of Aquarius and things go around and around and there's a big upheaval and very monotheistic and then there's great change and understanding and all that jazz. Basically, think about it in terms of occult philosophy. Agrippa's three books of occult philosophy, perhaps. But occult philosophy, left hand path, 
is a term that you hear in a cult world. Left right hand path is another term that you hear. The problem is, is that these at one point probably used to be a way of actually understanding this duality in terms of the philosoph uh, occult philosophical way, in an occult philosophical way. Uh, but that's very much divorced now. So the idea of the left-hand path is these magical practitioners that like to wear a lot of black color changing contact lenses that work with demons and such and look like they're permanently in a grunge brand of some description on their way to a Halloween party. Yeah, um, yeah and they're so the EA coetting types, and they are all generally obsessed with the self. They're obsessed with pushing themselves and clawing it more and more and more power. They're attempting to climb a great pyramid, let's say, and get to the top of the pyramid. Uh, that pyramid is very often in a nasty way described as the pyramid of people, a pyramid of people. So you are clawing and stepping on other people that are trying to climb to the top of the pyramid. You imagine everyone's trying to clamber on top of each other to get to the top. So you are stepping on others and keeping them down because you don't want them stepping on you. So you're with one hand trying to pull someone from the position that's above you and with your trying to kick the person that's below you right very often the stereotypical idea of the left-hand path very deep dark occult secrets within the left-hand path lots of power because at the end of the day if you're really good at climbing and really good at kicking and punching and clawing at people you're gonna get quite high up that pyramid problem is is that there's always lots of people above you and below you trying to topple you and fling you to the ground. So it can be a rather uncomfortable position to be in. Those people are not just humans, they're obviously spirits as well. Yeah. So the idea of the right hand path, usually within the occult world, is this kind of kumbaya, oh, I'm selfless. All I do is I think of others, you know. The true modern, what I suppose you would call the Illuminari, would be the middle path. So the concept that you are not willing to do certain things in terms of, you know, not necessarily compromising morals and such, but you believe that you're going to act in a way that if you teach someone else, you're hoping that they will get smarter, stronger than you so that they can help you get to where they've got. So it is a more of a idea of, I wouldn't like to say socialist, but it's more of an idea of, of bringing others up, but only those that can go up. So it's not a case of building some kind of, um, not catapult, but some sort of pulley system to get all of the people at the bottom of the pyramid to the top. Really what it is, is is about being a more formalized, form, formalized human pyramid. So you're establishing, okay, a group, which you'll see this in true occult lodges of the more of a centrist path, more Illuminari type style of thinking, is that everyone comes together, everyone's different, 
everyone tries to give each other the benefit of their knowledge and raise each other up and work as a cohesive unit and group versus the opposite. So the opposite would be the Black Lodge, which would be the idea of, I need minions and I will, like the Sith from Star Wars, I will teach them only enough that they become useful to me, but not enough so that they are a threat to me. So if you happen to think about this on a multi-dimensional level, not only do you have organizations and pacts and deals and such with various magical practitioners stepping on other magical practitioners, but still keeping them there to be useful, but you also have spirits and stuff that do the same thing. In the opposite, obviously with Illuminari type style path, you've got humans that are trying to assist other humans, but you also have spirits that are trying to assist other spirits and humans and humans that try to assist spirits. It's more of a cohesiveness. Now, the real problem that I think a lot of people get is that with the right-hand path in the modern sense, the right-hand path seemed to be the kumbaya, I am a new ager and I believe if I just meditate and think happy thoughts, no ill and badness will come of me. And what is obviously going to happen is that someone going to come along and fuck you up because you haven't got a leg to stand on. So it's not about pacifism and such. The Illuminari path, if that group of people, your collective, you know, multi-dimensional collective, if you do establish yourself in that, if you do grow that way and chose at your core to operate that way, which is not a conscious decision, by the way, people would generally speaking are programmed you can walk various paths at one time because the universe and creation has great balance and things outside of that are chaotic anyway but either way you are be thinking about growth it's all about growth but it's all about protecting yourself and your collective as well that does mean that if you are of more of a luminary persuasion that doesn't mean that you're just going to roll over it doesn't mean that you will defend yourself, defend your interests. The big difference, I think, Chris, is how people go about. Because both want power, both want to get to the top. The symbolism is the pyramids, in that the higher you go, the top would be knowledge and power. Now, is your pyramid the standard pyramid with the point at the top, i.e. are you standing on everyone to get to the top position, or is the pyramid inverted, in which case the biggest standing room is in reality upside down. So actually there are more people at the top than there are at the bottom, because you're always trying to pull people up and up and up. So think of that, which is the symbolism, of course, of the star, like the Star of David with the two triangles on top of each other. Um, that's kind of a little bit of symbology there as well. Anything you'd like to add? Well, the obvious bit to add there is obviously that there are two serpents. If you look at the, mm. um, the Kabbalah at the same time as yeah. climbing up the tree and one coming down the tree um, is one way to kind of give that some thought to. Um, the, the other thing I kind of want to add, because we've only we've only got a few minutes left, but um, is for a better way to kind of think about them as two tribes. Mm. Um, and one that is probably slightly more relevant with the kind of Norse problem these days is to kind of think about them 
about the the kind of the Vanir and the Asir when you talk about the two tribes of gods um, within the kind of Norse culture. Mm. Um, now, obviously, if you think about them, I think in some ways what that group, those two groups do is give you a great idea of what those as a community look like. Yeah. It is the Vanir that we get magic from who have a core understanding of what magic and knowledge is and what it is for. And then you have the Asir, the Asir, um, that are there that want to command it, but their command is based on suppressing other people's knowledge of it. Mm. So there is a, a right way. There is a text. Yeah. There is a, this is the prescribed way of dealing with this particular methodology mm. so that kind of if you look at those two groups of people and they those two groups of deities you will kind of start to go okay the characters exist in both groups it's their methodology and their understanding that is different mm. the people look the same you know there's a there's a moon goddess and a <laughs> and a sun goddess a god and all that kind of stuff that you can kind of look at them side by side and go well all the elements are recommend uh, are represented in both groups mm. what's different about them is how they get there um which is where i prefer to use that kind of method of looking to avoid the duality aspect mm -hmm. so to think of them as actually they're two groups that look very similar What's different is the way in which that they operate and their kind of core ideals or morality is the bit that is different. They're both technically yeah. trying to achieve the same thing, mm. which is climbing a pyramid. Like mm. him, the pyramid just looks very different. Yeah. But they're still trying to do the same thing, which is climb a pyramid. They've just got a different idea and a different perspective to what the pyramid looks like. Of course, the real head fuck is that everyone's on both paths, but you need to really have a great understanding of multi-dimensional multi mechanics to understand that truly, because we all have to stretch in every direction that there is. Um, that includes internally, but I mean, from a stereotypical perspective, this gets explored quite a lot in the form of good and bad, but some of the more interesting ones that I've always found quite amusing is obviously you've got the Sith, and the Jedi in Star Wars. Um, you have the uh, Atlanteans or Ancients and the Ori in Stargate, that Stargate SG-1 um, series. That's always really good because they had the ascended, ascended beings type thing. Um, but ultimately, what's going to best serve you is to think about these two paths as philosophies and as personal ways of uh, going about your business, you could say, because it is not like one uses black candles and the other uses white candles. You will find numerous, lots and lots of examples of people on an, uh, practitioners on an Illuminati path in the New Age. They say nice things. You'll also find people in the opposite that are dressing up and doing all sorts of crazy ass weirdy rituals with dead things and such that are in the Luminari. 
luminari path. So it is one of those things that your best judge is to think about it as a philosophy, the philosophy of the practitioner, how that practitioner operates. Um, and it's not necessarily always obvious when you're dealing with someone that's operating on a different level to you, because you always need to remember and think, well, wait a minute, if this person isn't giving me information, they must be one of the baddest. I don't want to join that team. At the same time, you could be thinking, well, actually, are they not giving you the information? We had a run-in. We had a run-in with one very specific person where this was a perfect example of that, where we said, this is what you need to do. Here is a door you need to walk through. The very fact that we didn't pick her up and carry her through that door was upsetting and there was perhaps some uh, accusations and such made but remember that the nature of climbing a pyramid means you need to be of use because we can't put you at the top of a pyramid if you don't have the strength and dexterity to stay there right so it is about earning much of the left-handy type path or illuminati a lot of that tends to revolve around stealing and stepping on okay but the whole point which chris you were talking about knowledge and such a lot of it is actually about becoming worthy so you have your kind of stereotypical solar journeys there you've got your not particularly nice solar journeys so you've got the journeys of the villains and the people that are trying to take over the world. And then you've got your more stereotypically kind of Greek hero type things where you've got you're actually becoming worthy through trials and tribulations and such. You're becoming worthy of your position, which is not something that you can cheat. Your story is a hero's journey, girls and boys and things in between. And I suppose we'll leave it there. Oh, one, one last comment. And that one last comment is, you need to stop seeing it as a tug of war. Yeah. It's not about a winner. It's about battle. No, because you're all losers. <laughs> now that's somewhere to leave it. You're all losers. Bye.